Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Finding Your Joy. I am so happy to be joining you today with a, a fellow Northwest girl. She's Washington State. I just love her. Linda Frank, she is a board certified reflexologist. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I just love it. And I personally am fascinated with the benefits of reflexology. So first off, Linda, thank you. Welcome. Thank, thank you. you for joining it's us. It's really wonderful to be here, Paula. I uh, love to sit and talk with you. So yeah. this is terrific. I love it. And I love to be able to share the benefits of reflexology, um, how profound it has been for my life. Um, it's been wonderful. I, I was a massage therapist back in the early 1980s and took my first reflexology class then. Had I known how incredible it is, I would have just done reflexology then. Yeah. But here I am 30 whatever years later, um, reconnecting with it and it, um, it really is um, an incredible modality and has a very special place in my heart. I feel so fortunate that I get to do this every day to help people relief, get relief from all kinds of pain, um, including foot pain, um, but hip pain and shoulder pain. And I know myself, I really had no idea how fantastic and amazing it was myself until I started coming to you several years ago. And it's amazing. It's fantastic. So Linda, for those out there listening today that really have no idea what it is, they just think, oh, it's just somebody pressing your feet. Explain that to them. Okay. So, um, so basically, um, we are pressing points on the feet. If you put two feet together, um, it was a physiotherapist, Eunice Ingham, back uh, at the turn of the 20th century, who was working with two physicians. Um, she was working with Dr. Shelby Riley, who was an understudy to Dr. Fitzgerald, who was an ear, nose, and throat physician, who mapped these 10 zones across the body and five in each feet, and was using, pushing on these places and zones for analgesic purposes. And so um, when Eunice Ingham, the physiotherapist, was working with patients' feet, she began to see, now, it, you could almost superimpose the human body over a pair of feet. So the two uh, great toes would be the head and then coming out to the shoulder and the spine would be in the center. So the spinal reflexes we find here in the medial arch of the foot. Um, and so uh, we trace our lineage just back to Dr. Fitzgerald. We know that many cultures have worked with hands and feet um, for health, for better health. There is a... Um, hieroglyph on this uh, physician's tomb in Saqqara, Egypt of, oh of Nubians working hands and feet. And so, but we don't know what they were doing. Mm -hmm. So we just trace our lineage to Dr. Fitzgerald, the ear, nose, and throat physician, turn of the 20th century. And since then, there are probably about seven hypotheses as to how reflexology works. Um, we know through the work of a Spanish physician who actually I will be in his class tomorrow in Seattle. Uh -huh. He comes to the States about twice a year. And he, Dr. Jesus Manzanares, and he has used reflexology in his medical practice for about 35 years. And he, some of his patients let him take biopsies of foot tissue. So where he felt a deposit, one of the deposits was sciatica, correlated to sciatica. Yes. And he's a medical doctor, so he knew what that condition was. Um, so he took a sample of that deposit down here and a sample of normal foot tissue 
And when he analyzed them under a microscope, he found normal foot tissue has only about 7% nerve fiber. Deposits have about 42% nerve fiber. Oh my God. So the body's laying down extra nerve fiber. So it's almost a way of saying, hey, over here, over here. And when we walked barefoot, we used to naturally stimulate our feet. We'd walk on over rocks and twigs. Yes. And thereby, be, um, there's a neurological connection. Dr. Manzanares thinks that it's in the medulla, the pons area of the medulla. Um, so we're, we're using a relay switch. So we're sending a message by pressing on a point on the feet or on the hands or on the outer ears. So we have maps on the outer ears also. In fact, the National Institutes of Health, just a little side note, um, released a recent study that found that the points on the ears, they used acupuncture needles, mm -hmm. but we have a charge with our fingers. Um, and they found that the ear points can be one of the best ways to reduce pain in emergency departments. So that's, oh my God. that's pretty exciting. And the ear points yes. are phenomenal for musculoskeletal pain, neck, shoulder, back pain. Wow. I got back from studying with uh, um, Hannah Markart, a German reflexologist. In Germany, doctors prescribe reflexology. Mm -hmm. Here in the States, we're a lesser known modality. Yes. We're yes. one of the least known, I think, yes. modalities. Um, but I got back and my hip was, uh, we got waylaid in Atlanta and had to sleep on the floor. So I had a lot of hip pain. And, um, and I was in between my second and third clients uh oh, this sacrum is going to just grab, the pain is just going to grab my whole back. You know, when you start to feel yes. like, oh my goodness, this is it. It's just going to cascade. So I laid down in between my second and third clients and I held my ear point, the lower back, the sacral area, and then I held two pain points. And after about seven minutes, I got off the table and the pain was totally gone because it was acute pain. So it doesn't always happen that just holding the points briefly will eliminate pain. Mm -hmm. But um, if it's chronic pain, it oftentimes takes yeah. more than one session. So let's say you're at a pressure point and you're holding that. Mm -hmm. What exactly is that doing? Is that just sending some kind of message? Through the nervous vibration? system, we're sending a message up to the ah. brain and the brain then sends a message back to that body part. That's one way that we understand it. Another way that we understand it is there's something called substance P that had um, baffled the medical community for decades and it's a prostaglandin and it's a way that the body packages trauma emotion and into physical tissue and so it's believed hypothesized that when we um, are reflexing either with a thumb we call it thumb walking or finger walking um, that we are breaking up that substance P and preventing it from carrying the pain signal Oh my goodness. We also, um, when we reflex, we're um, working through the parasympathetic, uh, to address the parasympathetic nervous system. So the sympathetic nervous system, this is something, it's a part of the, what's called the autonomic nervous system, meaning mm -hmm. we don't think about it, it just happens. Mm -hmm. Fight or flight, we've heard that term so much. Now we add to that freeze, fight, flight, or freeze. Those are sort yeah. of the three options we have when we're faced with something traumatic or, or life-threatening. Mm -hmm. And we release adrenaline and it goes out to the muscles and it makes our heart pump fast and it, it gives us the ability to do something. Mm -hmm. um, the parasympathetic nervous system we call rest, digest, and I add to that repair. So it's a way that the body can send the energy to the digestive system yes. and relax everything. 
So we want to be able sometimes, to, and that's where the body then has the opportunity to do its healing. We're not doing the healing with reflexology. We're just assisting the body. Mm -hmm. So we're partners. Yeah. And, and that relaxation is a big key, isn't it? It really is. They're predicting now that I've seen figures anywhere from 70 to 95% of doctor visits are stress-related. Mm -hmm. So when we can help to eliminate stress, and there are really some, um, I've recently encountered a book called Unlearn Your Pain, and he, Dr. Howard Schuchner, and he explains, it's a workbook for when people are told by doctors, we don't know why you're in pain. Sometimes you can go back and by discovering what emotions get packaged into your physical system. Yes. Um, and so uh, Dr. Schubner explains in wonderful, um, brief detail yes. what parts of the brain are amplifying pain and what parts of the brain are uh, minimizing it and stress yes. touches those centers of the brain that amplify the pain and shut down the part yes. of the brain, the prefrontal cortex, um, that would minimize pain. Yeah. It's just fascinating. And another thing that I love about what I do, in addition to being able to really watch people um, lead a better life, and mm -hmm. oftentimes having reflexology, they then find they have the energy to exercise, and then they're able to stay on their diet, and then they're, they're feeling like they're joie de vivre again. Yeah. You know, they really are, um, are on a path, a spiral upwards. It's yeah. really wonderful. But I also um, am able to continue to learn. It's so exciting to me. I do research for all my clients, you know, for whatever they're presenting. And so um, I just love it's learning. It's fascinating. It isn't really it? is. Yeah. It yes. Really is. And to learn, you know, what something like this, the huge effect it can have on us. And I recently. Um, Came, became aware of the work of a Catholic priest named Father Joseph, who's in mm -hmm. Taiwan. And, um, and he, I learned that he is teaching impoverished communities to do reflexology, oh, where they don't yeah. have access to good health care. And so, of course, I thought, oh, I have to learn not only what he's doing, but how he's teaching lay people. Yeah. Now, I also learned that one of my dear teachers uh, Bill Floco, who has a school in Los Angeles, the American Academy of Reflexology, he also has the World Reflexology. He was one of the founders of the World Reflexology Foundation, and they will begin teaching reflexologists how to teach lay people. Because like Father Joseph said, he had a man come with Parkinson's 18 years ago, and he said to the man's wife, you learn reflexology, you work on him every day for a year. And he said 18 years later, he's symptom-free. Wow. So, so support. I yes. almost always give clients, you know, okay, you can work this point on your hands or on your ears, something that's easy. The feet yes. are not always as easy to work as the hands and ears. But I like to give something that people can do yes. to start thinking, oh, that's right. I know a little reflexology. Now, you know, we're, I've studied hundreds and hundreds of hours. Um, and so it's wonderful to, to go to a professional. Yes. But to know that you have some areas, and there's also now a reflexology coloring book for kids. Oh, I love it. Yeah, so things like, you know, if you have a tummy ache, you can take a little ball and roll it around because the stomach reflex in the hand is kind of in this area. So one woman who I um, 
study with Lynn Booth. She's employed in the United Kingdom with the largest elder care facility yeah. as a reflexologist. So she came to the States, so up to Seattle, to Seattle Reflexology Massage Center, where I studied and where I continue to take a lot of my ongoing education. So Lynn said on the plane ride over, a little girl was turning blue. She was going into cyanosis. She was mm -hmm. gasping for breath. She was having a bad, I guess, asthmatic attack. There were no doctors on the plane. So when they put the call out, any doctors, medical professionals. Mm -hmm. So Lynn said to the mother, I'm a certified reflexologist. Can I show your daughter something? Yeah. So mother said, of course. So Lynn said, you know, just take your thumb and put it here under your knuckle. And this is the solar plexus point where the thumb ends up. And this is the diaphragm line. So this is dual. And she said, just do this. And of course, that's a fun thing. I mean, you see babies do that with a bottle or something. Yes, you know, it just yes. it feels so good to do. Yes. And the little girl's color returned. She, she came out of distress. And Lynn said almost every half hour for the rest of that plane ride, the little girl would walk down the aisle oh. and look at Lynn and go, <laughs> oh, very sweet. So some very simple things that that we can all do. I love it. Oh, I love it. This is so fantastic. <laughs> Everyone, we're going to pop out for a quick break, but oh, stay tuned. Linda and I will be right back. Are you an athlete who wants to expand on your current sports performance or struggling to regain your athletic abilities following a brain or body injury? Seattle's On Point Performance Neuro Training offers the latest technology and science-based therapies to heal active minds and bodies. Just ask one of their clients who just received an Olympic bronze medal. Stop into their office at 4000 Aurora Avenue North, Suite 208, or find more information at onpointneuro.com. That's onpointneuro.com. Are you looking to learn the beautiful modality of Reiki? Paula Vale, Reiki master and radio host on KKNW, will be coming to Seattle to share with others how life-changing Reiki is. Her two-day level one class will be held at the East West Bookstore. For information, go to wellnessinspired.com. Alternative Talk 1150. It's good for what ails you. This statement has not been evaluated by the FDA. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Oh, this is just so fantastic with, with Linda Frank today. She's discussing reflexology. I love it. I just think it's such an amazing topic and just so amazing, the benefits. First off, Linda, will you share with everyone your contact information? Absolutely. Um, so I have uh, three offices in the uh, South Sound, and my website is www.reflexologyforbetterhealth.com. Reflexologyforbetterhealth.com. Email is linda at reflexologyforbetterhealth.com. And I know it's a long name, business name, but I did that intentionally because there are all these foot massage places that say they do reflexology and some of them unfortunately are uh, engaging in unsavory practices. So I wanted to make it very clear that this is for better health. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And I understand, Linda, that you have written an article. Tell us about that. Okay, so my, uh, one of my most recent articles uh, that just was published in the Natural Choice Directory, which is uh, local all throughout the Puget Sound area, is called, Are Your Shoes Killing More Than Your Feet? And we see a high heel here, 
um, yes. that actually the companion to that was a, a shoe from uh, China for bound feet that looks remarkably like really this Manalo Blahnik shoe. The heel, the Mary Jane strap, the comprised a uh, compromised toe box, narrow toe box. But this article isn't just for women, it's for men too. So I cover the four um, qualities of shoes that are really harmful. It's pretty amazing. When I started to learn from Dr. McClanahan uh -huh. in Portland, he's a podiatrist who created something called Correctos. He likes to do, to remediate the feet non-surgically. And there were ways to do that. And so when I started to think about it, my gosh, shoes are not shaped like feet. Mm -hmm. So the baby's feet or, or unshod feet almost look more like a hand. There's, there's this wonderful spread and, and, you, and you have a lot more basis on the ground and your muscles are all just like when we used to walk barefoot and reflex our feet. Your muscles are able to, all the little intrinsic muscles are doing the work. We don't need arch support. We have plenty of built-in support. So, um, so that's one of my articles. You can find it on my LinkedIn page as well. And that's, you know, if you just go to LinkedIn and look up Linda Frank. And then I have also another um, article called Release Your Pain. And that just came out in the um, newsletter, the quarterly newsletter of the Reflexology Association. Oh, I love it. And that's about ways to uh, release pain um, yes. that are, are deep-seated and where they oftentimes don't, can't find tissue damage. So yes. there's, there's like, what's the reason for the pain? Yes. Um, and the Reflexology Association of America um, has a directory of reflexologists all around the country. So people can go to that website, reflexology-usa.org, to find a reflexologist out of the area. You know, I'm in the Puget Sound area, mm -hmm. but that's as far as I go. Now, Linda, do, do people come to you because just because they're in pain, perhaps, or perhaps just for general health and yes. wellness? A lot of people come for general health. And wellness and and they recognize that it's a lot easier to um, prevent something mm -hmm. that once something uh, is instituted is sort of gets a hold yes. it's harder than to um, have the tissue so readjust. It's a step ahead I mm -hmm. have I have Reiki clients who are very healthy but they you know they come just because of you know, what that does for them for general health and wellness right. and preventing illness. Exactly. And reflexology goes right along with that. Exactly. And the relaxational that. aspect of it. Mm -hmm. A lot, I, one client last week said, this is like a mini vacation. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I know I zone out when I'm with you. I'm like, oh. And I've had several clients say, wow, this is almost even more relaxing than a full body massage. Don't get me wrong. I love full body massage and I used to do full body massage, but there is something about just the focus mostly on the feet. I do also sometimes support that work with some points on the hands and then mm -hmm. some of the ear points, yeah. but mostly on the feet. And it is just, it really, it, it relaxes me in a way that is yeah. so incredibly profound. I, I love stories. Is there, do you have any stories from over the years, maybe an example you'd like to share with us of just what you've seen come about with helping someone with offering the reflexology? Um, yeah, there are so many, and I'm sort yeah, of thinking. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. There's usually, probably so many. Usually I refer to Regis Philbin, the oh. former Today Show host, yeah. who I didn't work on him, my friend Laura Norman did, in oh. New York. 
and she had worked on him on the show. And then, and he, who wants to be a millionaire, he also hosted that. And then he had kidney stones that his doctors apparently had told him, You'll, you won't pass them. You can't. They're too large. You will never pass them. You have to have them surgically removed. So he was up in Lenox Hill Hospital. I, I met with Laura a couple of mm -hmm. years ago. We rendezvoused in New York, and she was telling me the story. And he said to his wife, Joy, get that, get that lady who worked on my feet, or, or do what that lady did on my feet. And his oh. poor wife, you know, and he's like, that's not what you call her up. Get her up here. So Laura went up to Lenox wow. Hill Hospital and worked with Regis. And Regis tells the story. There's a cute little video on Laura Norman's website. And Laura Norman has an introductory uh, video online that people can uh, watch. Yes. And so, um, so Regis tells, he's telling, I think it's Kathy, Kathy Lee who he's telling. Um, and, and they came with the gurney. And at the very, I said, one more time. I got to try one more time. And he said, ding, ding, ding. There it was in the cup. And he went to work that day. Oh, my God. And then he says, and then... I had this big goita on my neck. Now I'm a native New Yorker, so I get yes. to I get to imitate a New York accent. Yeah, yeah. I had this big goita on my neck. I said, Laura, I run into Laura in Boynton Beach, Florida, <laughs> or Delray Beach, Florida. I said, Laura, can you do anything about this? She works on me a couple of times. My goita goes away. It's a very oh. funny story, very cute. I had one client who came in for um, foot pain, and she mentioned that she had some back pain. So I held some ear points, and in about four minutes, she said, is it possible that my back pain went away? And I said, with reflexology, the body's going to normalize function. Mm -hmm. So it's going to do whatever it can do. Well, she emailed me about a week later and she said, is it possible reflexology changed my taste buds? Because I used to love very sweet food and very salty food. And I bought my little cupcake and I cut it in half. It's my little ritual. Yeah. And I had to spit it out in the sink. It was so sickeningly sweet. And I said, oh, if I could guarantee that your body would change your taste buds. I could make a lot of money. Yeah. But the body will normalize function as it can. Yes. And so that's why we want to see it on an ongoing basis. And that's yes. why one of the reasons I'm so excited about teaching lay people, yes. teaching the public yes. to use reflex. I mean, this is information that just has to get out there. It is. And then in terms of foot pain, I had a client who had been diagnosed with a neuroma. Um, which is uh, painful tissue buildup around the nerve, um, mostly in the ball of the foot, mm -hmm. um, in 2000. So for 17 years, he had been walking around with foot pain. And I saw him three times, and then he went to, on vacation, and he came back, and he said, oh, it was excruciating, you know, the burning. The... And so in the course of reflexing, we're working with the soft tissue. Soft tissue is attached to the bone. All of a sudden, we heard in the fourth session, we heard this click. And I said to him, let's see. What happens? He came back two weeks later. He said, I took five three-mile walks, and I kept expecting oh my pain, gosh. and there was no pain. And he came back two weeks later, and he said, there's still no pain. And I saw him about four or five months later, and I said, how's your foot doing? And he said, still no pain. So one of my foot pain clients, after about the third session, she said, and, and she said after the first session, her foot feet hurt worse. But she figured mm -hmm. something was changing. It was important to come back. Yeah. She's now studying to be a reflexologist. Oh, I love Oh, she said, I want to do for other people what yes. you did for me. And yes. she said, it's not like I never get foot pain because she's in business. She's a high-profile salesperson. She has to wear high heels sometimes. You know, she's still, but she said, you taught me so much. 
that I know as soon as it starts, I know what to, what do, to do to nip it in the bud. And so that to me, the, the ability to empower people yes. to participate in their own health, to know what they can do to yes. stop that runaway train. You know, oftentimes we think the elimination of pain is the big goal. Well, the big goal is, you know, I think is first to stop the snowballing mm -hmm. downward, you know, any yes. downward spiral. Yes. It's so exciting. Oh. I'm going to grab my skeleton of the foot. Yes. I mean, just, I love feet and 26 bones in each foot. And I have markings really? on this foot about, a, I think it's about 150 ligaments. It, these are so intricate. So, and I had read a statistic that was just mind boggling that I had forgotten how many um, tons of coal were equated to what to the amount of weight our feet lift in a day. It was something like forty rail railroad cars worth of coal. Oh my god! So that that our body, you know, that our yeah. feet are lifting just with the weight yeah. of our body every day. So you know, most of the time people shove these in shoes, shoes that go like this and pinch all the toes together. These are your brain reflexes. You do not want to be cutting off circulation from your brain wow. reflexes, and your neck is the shaft of the toe. The pads of the toes and fingers are the brain reflexes. So would the neck be every toe mm -hmm. or a particular, every toe? Every toe. So all five zones we say are in the great toe and then, um, you know, on down. So the, the center line would be here and then as we come out to the side of the neck would be here but also would be here. So it's, it's just fascinating and I, I just hope that people start to respect their feet. Read my article um, about shoes. Get to the website of www.correctoes or natural foot gear. Go to both of those. There's tons of information about feet and about remediating and about getting shoes that are shaped like your feet. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and that's amazing. The brain is at the end of our toes. So think about if you're wearing a shoe where your toes are all cramped up. And then some in New York, there uh, some doctors are doing surgeries where they're removing the pinky toe so that they'll fit into the really narrow high oh heel shoes. Gosh. Oh, yeah. And so um, I recommend you avoid surgery yeah. <laughs> to the best of your ability. Yeah, because I've seen so many. Um, clients with foot pain who have had surgery mm -hmm. and it oftentimes the problem is back or it creates yeah. new problems so the more yeah. we can avoid surgery the better and I love Dr. McClanahan's approach of let's see if we can do it naturally first mm -hmm. and and my the doctor Dr. Manzanares who I the Spanish physician whom I study with I love his whole philosophy is quality of life so let's see what we can do like if he has children with ADHD, yes. he does his protocol is half hours, two half hour sessions a week for five weeks. If that child's scores don't change and they're still, you know, hyperactive, he's going to prescribe medication. He doesn't, you know, then he won't right. hesitate. But let's try reflexology first. Yes. You know? So if it's not, now that said, reflexology is not a substitute for medical care. So mm -hmm. if someone's got something, you know, really urgent, right. see a doctor. You know, if you've got diabetes, if you've got it, you can try the, the we call these complementary modalities. Oh. The term that the National Institutes of Health um, started using was CAM, so they're, they're nicknamed CAM modalities, complementary and alternative medicine modalities. But the National Institutes of Health recognized that alternative seemed a little um, 
it may be threatening to the medical community. So we really like to emphasize they're complementary, they're integrative. I have a nice article about integrative medicine and how the future of integrative medicine is in your hands yes. because of the 42% of the hospitals in the U.S. that offer CAM modalities, they might not cover it by insurance, but they make a room for massage or acupuncture. Um, reflexology is used in a lot of the cancer um, clinics. They, about 80% of those, 42% of hospitals say it's patient pressure that, that you know, to ask, will you make these available for me? Yeah. So ask your doctor, ask your insurance company. Keep asking. And what I'm thinking is, oh my gosh, uh, think of the the medical conditions that can be avoided with something like reflexology. There's. I was so um, taken by a study that was done with children with asthma, and that they were able to avoid giving those children mm -hmm. drugs. You know that. Yes. That is so life-changing. Oh. There was a story um, that Bill Flogo, my instructor, told me about a, a child with, let's see, was it cystic fibrosis, I think, and um, a reflexologist worked with him for a year, and he got bowel and bladder control. Oh, my now God. Now, that's, that's life-changing for, for that yes. child and for his caregivers. Yeah. Oh, Linda, we have about one minute left in the show. Okay. What last words do you want to share with everyone? Oh, my goodness. That's tough to find a last uh, word. Um, uh, find your reflexologist, find some books on reflexology, um, participate in your own health. You know, it's, there are so many things that we can do to, um, don't depend on the doctors. As I say, don't avoid them. You know, if you have a condition, do see doctors, but, but learn, research on your own. I just read an article about a, a category of antibiotics, Cipro and Avalox, that um, the FDA finally said, this should be last resort and doctors are giving them as first resort so do your research these can cause deep deep um, musculoskeletal Achilles tendon problems especially wow. so I think that's the, the what I'd leave folks with is um, get involved your health it the body is amazing it is yes. such an amazing apparatus for, for wow. us well thank you so much Linda thank and thank you everyone for joining us love hugs and blessings bye thanks again bye-bye